All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the next episode of the MAOB Daily Podcast. It is Sunday, July 10th, 2022. We just completed the UFC Vegas 58 recap. Now we're previewing UFC Long Island, Marcel. So we've got a bunch of fights to talk to you guys about today. There's been some like last minute changes to this card, which we'll get into in a second. But right now we have uh, the main card so far stayed intact. And then we have six fights in the prelims. So we had 14 fights, Marcel. Now we're down to 12. Yeah. Um, Two fights got uh, scrapped. Actually, three fights got scrapped, technically. Then one merged into another fight. So uh, for the first fight that, that – or the first two fights that got scrapped, Herbert Burns was supposed to fight uh, Abuskov, I believe his name is, and, and that fight, that guy's off. And then, obviously, Billy Q, he's off the card. So then they're doing uh, Aljugo against uh, Herbert Burns instead. And then, unfortunately, we have another fight that's off, which I just heard about from Marcel like two minutes ago. Marcel, talk about the, the fight that's been canceled from this card. Yeah, Phil Rowe against uh, Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov is off the card. I don't know why, but the fight is going to be rescheduled, but there is no date yet. So, yeah. That sucks. I was actually looking forward to that fight. I think it was a really interesting fight. I mean, hopefully they get it booked um, in, in short order because both those guys are solid fighters and, and they're uh, they're talented. So it'd be nice to get that fight going again. Um, yeah, it was, it was one of the better fights in the card, in my opinion. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Phil Rowe and and uh, Abubakar is, you know, looking pretty good. George, what's up, man? Yeah, 11 a.m. here on, on Sunday morning. Um, we'll be previewing the whole card. I say we start uh, getting into it right now, Marcel. Let's just get into it. So, uh, as I always ask you, Marcel, what are your overall thoughts on the card before we get into each uh, fight breakdown? There are some guys and girls on this card I really like. So, for me, it's like a fun card. Looking forward to it. starts at 5 p.m. over here in the Netherlands, the prelims. Yeah. And the main card is at 8 p.m. So it's cool, you know. We've got two back-to-back weeks, early cards. So, yeah, looking forward to it, man. I think there are some fun scraps on the card. There are also some fights I'm not really invested in, but overall a good card, I think. Looking forward to it. And it's, it's before, it's uh, with a crowd, you know. And those cards with a crowd lately have been delivering. So let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, people were just waiting so long for, you know, fights. And now that we have fights back in front of the fans, it's it's exciting. Mm-hmm. I think this card's really good. It sucks that fight with Rowan Abubakar is off because I actually really like that fight on paper. So that sucks for so, but hopefully they can rebook in short order. Overall, I think this is a good card. I think it's really solid. What's up, Antoine? Glad to have you here again, man. Yeah, it starts at 11 a.m. our time, Antoine. I know you're in Atlantis. You're Eastern time zone like me. So 11 a.m. six days from now, Marcel. Literally exactly six days from now because it's 11 a.m. right now on Sunday morning. Uh, KRX, Marcel's looking forward to Lauren Murphy, Misha Tate. Marcel's two favorite fighters in the UFC roster. I'm sure Marcel can't wait for that fight to open up the card. Right, Marcel? <laughs> Look at my face. <laughs> He's got the Gengard Musasi face, guys. All right. Let's get into it. We'll start with the first fight on the card, guys. And it's a women's fight here in the strawweight division between Jessica Penne, the veteran, and Emily Ducote, the UFC newcomer here. Uh, odds for this one, Marcel. Ducote, minus 140. Penne, plus 120. Give me your thoughts on this fight. And Ducote, making your UFC debut here. Yeah, I fully agree with those uh, odds, to be really honest. Actually, it was supposed to be Jessica Pane against Brianna Fortino, right? Yep. Um, short notice fight for Ducote. Uh, look really good in Invicta, in my opinion. You know, um, got that uh, crazy knockout over Daniela Taylor there and uh, beats Zapitella. Pane, for me, is like, she's like, uh, how do you say that? Not really not an up She's a veteran, you know, and... She won against Carolina Kowalkiewicz last time out because Carolina was stupid enough to went to, to go to the ground with her. I didn't understand why she did that. Before that, she beat uh, Lupi Godinez in the fight. I think Lupi Godinez won. Yeah. So for me, it's like there was more upside in Emily Decody for me 
to pick here, you know. And uh, I, I don't really, I, I don't go for Penny a lot, you know, because I, I don't really see a lot of uh, improvement in her game, to be really honest. Yeah. Uh, I think she is still the Penny that she was like five years ago. So uh, for me, I'm going with uh, Emily Decody. Is she going to finish? I don't know, but I'm going for the decision win for her. Yeah, definitely interesting fight here. I mean, Penny, listen, man, she got that job done against uh, Carolina, and that surprised me. You know, it was a year ago, but she looked mm-hmm. good in that fight, and I just think that was a good win. But I don't, I really don't buy her as a, a contender anymore, Marcel. She's 39 years old. Um, she's taking quite a bit of damage. I know she took four years off because of you saw it, right? And, uh, yeah. you know, she obviously has recovered a little bit. She's won both fights, but... I don't know. I mean, Ducote, listen, her record is not great. Marcel 11 and 6. She had a lot of early career losses in Bellator, but lately has looked great in Invicta, gets signed to the UFC, Marcel. And here's the other thing with this fight 11 years younger. And last week during that Barber Ice st- uh, fight, they had a stat saying that, like, any fights where the fighter is 11 years, uh, I think, 11 years younger, they're, they're winning like 70% of the time. I'm obviously taking Emily Ducote here. Um, you know, this is her UFC debut. So there is, and it's a step up in competition, honestly. It is. But I think, you know, Marcel, as long as she keeps on the feet, she outstrikes her and wins. If it goes mm-hmm. to the ground, Marcel, it'll be interesting, though. You know, I'll say that because Penny is a good grappler. And let's be honest, we know a lot of women's fights end in upsets. I just don't think this is one of them. I think Ducote is the better prospect uh, fighter at this point. She's a good prospect. I think she gets the job done, Marcel. I think it's probably a decision, though, Marcel, like you said, yeah. because Penny's really tough. Like, she's very durable, to be honest with you. Um, so I think she gets the job done by decision here. But I do like uh, Ducote to get I mean, the job done. Remember... Remember the damage she took against Joanna, man, and yes. she kept going. So she's tough. super tough. She is. Yeah. Can't get to Cody's belter fights on the head. I know what you're saying she's, but she's improving. She's a young fighter. Remember that fighters that are young can improve. She's only 28, so I mean she's getting better, guys. But again, she has shown some holes, right, in the grappling too. Um, but at the same time, I mean, she's fought some good competition too, Marcel Bellator, You know, through the years too. So she's an interesting prospect. Um, let's get this comment really quick from Antoine. He's asking about uh, yeah, you're getting a title shot. We'll, we'll talk about that after uh, Antoine, uh, but I think he's got a really good chance if he wins this fight. All right, let's get to the uh, next fight here, Marcel. We have uh, let's see here. Well, the row fight got canceled. Okay, so now it's Dwight Grant versus Dustin Stoltz fits at the middleweight division. Dwight Grant's moving up in weight, guys, for this fight. Keep that in mind. Minus one sixty-five, Dwight Grant, Dustin Stoltz fits plus one forty. What are your thoughts, Marcel? Yeah, man. Dwight uh, Grant has that uh, has that cheat code still with having the power to knock somebody out, you know. Yeah. And Dustin Stoltz, I know he did well against Mershard, you know. Uh, he was kind of, I think he was winning until he got subbed. But still, I don't think Dustin Stoltz is UFC caliber, to be really honest. And with Dwight Grant, he's getting older. You know, I don't think he will be a, a great, uh, he won't have a huge future in the UFC anymore. But still, I favor him over him over Stoltzfus, man. I think um, I think he can knock him out for sure. You know, uh, although it's like it's like such a difficult fight because Dry Grant goes up to 185. You know, and Stoltzfus is is pretty much always at 185. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still picking Grant, man. I think he's a more talented fighter. I, I think he knocks him out in the second round. That's the thing, like Dwight Grant. Even though we Marcel, he's the one moving up in weight. He's actually taller and has a reach advantage. Yeah. It's only one inch, but still, like it's not like he's going to be outsized here. I, you know, for what I I was listening to his interview, I think I can't remember who it was with. I think it was with James, and he was talking about the last fight Kondosko. And he said like after he knocked Kondosko down, like his body like seized up on him. Like he thinks the weight cut played a part in that. And I, I I'm kind of buying that. Like 
he's got crazy power, but his chin was going a little bit, Marcel. Mm -hmm. I still don't think he's got a great chin, honestly, but Stoltzfus is not a knockout guy at all. Like, he's more of a grappler. It's possible Stoltzfus could get his grappling going here, like he did against Mearshart, where, honestly, he was winning the fight until he wasn't. But I can't pick a guy who's 0-3 in the UFC, Marcel. I just have a hard time picking a guy like that. And Grant, despite having not a great record 3-4, and four, he's been competitive in most of his fights, you know, Marcel? Like, even the fights where he's lost against, like, D-Rod and Kondosko, he still hurt those guys badly and, and, you know, ended up getting knocked out himself. But still, like, they were competitive fights. Um, I will say it's kind of interesting. He's coming back only three months after getting knocked out. That's kind of concerning, Marcel. But again, he's not fighting a knockout artist. No. You know, if he was fighting, like, honestly, if he was fighting, like, even Trishan Gore, I'd be more concerned. You know, Marcel? D-Rod again. Or D-Rod. But I'm saying, like, before yesterday. <laughs> now Brundage, obviously, is the knockout artist. But you know what I mean? Like, a guy that has some power. I'd be more concerned uh, in that kind of matchup. As long as he keeps his standing, Marcel, he even wins the fight. You think a knockout, I'm, I'm thinking it's possible, but I also think a decision could happen, too, because... Stoltzfus, I mean, I think he's got a decent chin, but, you know, Grant's got that crazy power, so he definitely could knock him out. Either way, I, I do favor Dwight Grant. Um, I do think he gets the job done in this fight, and yeah. I think he, he, he'll win the fight in his middleweight debut. And I think Stoltzfus, if he loses, will get cut, Marcel, with the 0-4, right? You think he'd get released? I think so, yeah, if you go 0-4, yeah. Yeah, all right. So let's get to the next fight here. This one's interesting, Marcel. This is in the UFC light heavyweight division, Marcel. We have Darren Jung against Dustin Jacoby. I think this is one of the best fights in the card. I feel like it should be higher up in the card, Marcel. I don't know about oh, for you. Sure. This fight, one hundred percent. Why is this buried in the prelims? This is such a good fight. Like both guys are really good at two hundred five odds for this one, Marcel. Dustin Jacoby minus one thirty five. Darren Jung plus one fifteen. Uh, the winner, I would assume, you know, would would get someone in the top ten next, probably, um, if anything. So. Because I think they're right now, like, I want to say, let me double check the rankings, but I want to say, like, it's like probably 15 versus 16. Yeah, Jacoby's 15. 15. So I think Jung's probably 16. It's a good yeah. match. It's a good fight. Give me your thoughts on this one. So I know you are high on Dow and Jung, and you also like Jacoby. So give me your pick for us in this one, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, I do like both guys. They're both good fighters. You know, Jacoby is a great kickboxer. He's looked really good in the UFC since coming back. His first stint, obviously, 10 years ago was not great, but I, we don't even have to think about that anymore. I mean, he's a different fighter now. It's 10 years later. Um, the guy is 5-0-1 in the UFC. The one fight to Kudal I mean, he got dominated in the first round. They came back and, and ended up drawing or whatever in the fight. So he's looked good, man. I mean, he's got good striking. Obviously, he's got power. Um, but, Marcel, I really like Dan Jung, man. I think he's special, dude. Uh, I know, obviously, the Sam Alley fight, everyone's down him from that. It's a couple years ago now. But since then, Marcel destroyed William Knight, like took him down at will, eight takedowns, 12 minutes of control. And then the last fight, I mean, Kennedy's got a good chin, man. He knocked him out in three minutes. It was, it was brutal. His elbows just staying forward, knocking him out. He's uh, four and one in the UFC with three finishes. Um, you know, here's the thing with Jacoby, like all of his fights for, most, for the most part, he's going to be like the taller, longer guy. In this fight, Dan Jung is taller and longer than him. Dan Jung's younger than him. Um, on the feet, I think it's competitive. Obviously, Jacoby's got the edge, Marcel, I think with the overall striking game. But I think this guy can mix in takedowns, Marcel, too, Dan Jung. So I think overall he's the better fighter. I'm going with Dan Jung, man, for the upset. I'm going to take the plus 150 in Dan Jung. I think it's the job done. I think it'll be a close fight, but I think it's the job done by decision, Marcel. Um, both really good fighters. I, I'm excited to see this fight play out, but I do believe Jung wins the fight. What's your thoughts? That's pretty much it. You know, I think uh, I, I faded down Jung for some reason a long time. But his grappling is pretty good as well, you know, and I think he's more complete than Jacoby, in my opinion. Uh, will be a good fight. Um, 
I even can see a finish here, you know, but I'm going with a decision for a down Jung. To, You're picking uh, Jung too. Eh? That's interesting. Yeah, I'm picking him too. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think he's the more well-rounded guy. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's why I'm picking him. I mean, it isn't MVP. That's it. If it was just a kickboxing match in glory, I would obviously pick Jacoby. It's, but... it's almost comparable to uh, – actually not because Kyle Barrio is more of a – Ground, ground game guy, but it's almost comparable to Caio Baraglio Petrosian, where one guy is really more of a kickboxing guy, you know, and the other guy is more complete, in my opinion, you know, and it's, maybe it's a bad comparison because I think Jacoby is much better on the ground than Petrosian is, you know, yeah. but it's kind of that thing like you got a guy who's pretty good at kickboxing and okay on the ground, and you got a more complete guy who can do both very well, you know, so that's why I go with that one, John. I agree with Eight Local. They, sh they should not be really be fighting each other. I mean, I love the fight. I'm just saying, like, they probably should have both got guys in the top, you know, 12, 15, whatever range. So it's just lucky UFC's been saying it's a chill guy. I think Logie Carmen for snapping his opponents are, yeah, Joe Pfeiffer. Actually, he's back at Contender Series, by the way, this this summer. I like Joe Gary's thoughts. Pick him, uh, make the picking more appealing to me, for sure. Love to see you guys on the same page with the upset. I mean, hey, man, I, I, I think it'll be competitive, but I do think he wins the fight. So I'll take I'll take the plus money on, on Don Joe. All right, let's get to the next fight here, Marcel. This one, Marcel booked on short notice, obviously, because both guys lost their opponents. Now we're having Bill Algio fight Herbert Burns. And right now, Bill Algio's favored to win the fight. Minus 170, Burns plus 145. What's your thoughts on this fight? It's a difficult fight, man, because in my opinion, both guys are pretty inconsistent. You know, if you look at Bill Algio, um, he had that good win over uh, Joe Anderson Brito. I think the first three, three minutes were uh, Joe Anderson's after that. Bill Aljo pretty much did what he had to do. You know, um, I, I had a fight against, I remember against Spike Carlisle, well, many people were on Spike Carlisle, but he did very well in that fight. And he lost to the two, two Ricardos, right? Ricardo Lamas and uh, Ricardo Ramos. And the Lam Lamas fight was a really good fight, I remember. It was a short notice for Aljo. Yeah. Look at Herbert Burns. Uh, first two wins uh, via knockout and via submission. And the UFC also went over Dark Manor in the Contender Series. Uh, but the last loss against Pineda was bad, dude. And it's like almost two years ago, right? He hasn't yeah. fought in two years. Um, really difficult one to pick here. But uh, I feel like if it goes to the later rounds, I favor Aljo. So I'm, I'm going with the decision win for Bill Aljo here. Yeah, this is. I think this is one of the hardest fights in the card to pick, yeah. honestly. Especially because it's booked on short-term notice. I do want to say this, though, Marcel. The mm -hmm. fight with Pineda, he took on six days' notice. Okay, so it was super short notice. He cut a lot of weight and missed weight for that fight and got finished. He's been out for two years with a knee injury, Herbert Burns. So yeah. that's something you got to keep in mind. I mean, two-year layoff's never good. At the same time, Marcel, Bill Algio, I mean, listen, he's a decent fighter, but I think his takedown defense is pretty bad. The numbers say it's bad, too. The eye test says it's bad. Um, Herbert Burns is like an elite grappler if he gets the fight to the ground. Not only that, Marcel, but I think on the fees, he's not bad. I mean, he knocked out Nate Lambert, that crazy knee. He's got some power. He trains at uh, Killcliffe FC, obviously, uh, not Sanford MMA anymore. So he's training with good team. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a hard fight to pick. I mean, both guys are very inconsistent, like you said. I like, think that's a great word. Like they're up and down. Algio, I, I agree with you. I mean, if the fight goes late, he's got the better cardio. Um, he'll probably win the decision if the fight goes late. But if it ends early, Herb Burns probably chokes him out, Marcel, or submits him in the armbar or something. This is a really <laughs> hard fight to call, Marcel. It really is. I'm. I think it's a coin flip, so in that case, I'll take the plus 145 and go with Herbert Burns. I think he gets the submission, but I think it's very hard to call. You know, Marcel, I would not surprise either way. Having no, a hard no, time, no, I, I was thinking no. about it all morning. I, I messaged you. I'm like, Marcel, I'm watching John's interview with with uh, with Burns. I want to hear like why he was out. And again, the knee injury. That's not good. I don't want to hear like a long layoff, but the guy's talented, man. Very good grappler. 
Aljo's been tapped out. If the fight goes to the ground, I think give her, Herbert Burns a big advantage. But if he doesn't get the submission in the first, you know, round and a half, he'll probably end up losing the decision. Or maybe Gaston gets TKO'd. So, tricky fight to call. But I, I feel like it's a pick em fight. You know, the odds opened at minus 120, plus 100. Now you're getting plus 150 almost on Burns. I got to take a shot on it. So, not not like super super confident by any means, Marcel. But I think it's I think it's an even fight, especially given the circumstances. So, and uh, speaking of even fights here, Marcel, we have uh, Ricky Simone against Jack Shore, and this one, Marcel, also very competitive odds for this fight, Marcel. Right now, we have uh, Jack Shore minus one sixty five, Ricky Simone plus one forty, and again, this fight opened at a pick'em. So the the uh, public's taking Jack Shore to a decent sized favorite here, basically the same as uh, the last fight, basically the same odds. So, what's your thoughts, man? Shore versus Simone. First of all, Jack Shore is fucking good, but people are kind of a little bit overestimating him, in my opinion, as well. You know, if I look at his fights, his fights are good. He has a good, a good ground game. In the Valia fight, he won the third round, but he could have lost the first two, in my opinion. You know, um, the thing is with Ricky Simone. I think Ricky Simone had one bet. Stint in the UFC where we had that uh, Faber and Font fight, those two. But overall, after that, he, he looked pretty good, in my opinion. Um, he, he stopped Asunsao last time out, which is a big win for him. Um, I feel like both guys are very compatible, will be very competitive with each other, you know. But I don't think Shore can do the, the way he does normally with his opponents. I think Simone is too good to do that, you know. I kind of favoring Simone, man. I think he can win the decision here for sure. He maybe he can even get a stoppage, but I think a decision win makes more sense. So I'm picking Ricky Simone here to get the decision win. And this fight should have been on the main card, to be honest. Yeah, this should probably be opening the main card. I mean, these guys are good. And Jack Jack Shore is undefeated, Marcel, 16 mm-hmm. 0. He's very good. Yeah. The team where value fight was very competitive. You know, it sucks that value got cut. Like, I don't really understand that, Marcel. I will say this too. You know, Jack Shore, Marcel, I really like him, but all of his wins, Marcel, are against guys that are not on the roster anymore for a long time. They're all gone, right? So, is he is he as good as we thought he was? I'm not sure. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he's good. I'm going to pick Jack Shore, but I think this is a fight where Ricky Simone could upset him. You know, Ricky Simone's a very good fighter. He's coming off a huge win over a Sunset, knocked him out. He's got some good wins on his nice on his little streak here going. Um, the guy's good, man. He's seven and two in the UFC. Good wrestling. Maybe you know the better wrestler in this fight, pure wrestler probably. The striking, I think you know Shore probably after that last fight, Marcel. I think I'd have to give him the edge, but I don't think it's a blowout. Again, I feel like this is probably closer to a pick of fight, but in the odds, and that's what they open him at. But in this case, I'm going to lean slaves towards Jack Shore. It's just not as confident as the odds are making it. I think it's very close. So I don't blame you at all for taking a shot on Wiki, Ricky Simone here at all. Simone's on my don't bet against list says sweet scientist. Yeah, I mean, he's good, but, you know, Shore's really good too. Shore isn't lost. So, I mean, how can you bet against Shore either, you know? Hey, Gorilla, what's going on, man? Dan and Lee, what's up, guys? Love the show. Hey, appreciate that, man. No, no worries. We just started the uh, the prelims. You can go back and, and rewind it and check out the other picks. All right, Marcel, let's get to the next fight here. This is a feature prelim, if I'm mistaken. Punaheli Soriano against Dalcha Lugumabula. I, I don't know why this is the feature prelim. i got to be honest with you, Marcel. Is there, is there a reason for this? And by the way, uh, George wanted to mention, 33-0 and 0 is a pro and amateur. Jack Shore is very good, for sure. There's no doubt about it. Again, hard to bet against a guy who has that record, right? But maybe this is the, I mean, this is the toughest fight in his career. All right, so with Soriano and Dalcha. This fight, uh, Soriano minus 260, Dalcha plus 220, Marcel. Uh, give me your thoughts on this one. I, I don't really agree with it being the, the, the prelim main event. I think Simone and Shore should have had that spot, but whatever. What are your thoughts on this one? I agree with you. Um, 
Yeah, man. I, I, if you look at Puna Soriano, the only fight he really got, uh, he really lost, in my opinion, is the Brandon Allen one. You know, he didn't look good in that one. The other one against Nick Maximoff could have gone his way as well. Um, if you look at Dolce, Dolce pretty looked pretty good against Brundage last time out, and then he got choked out of nowhere, you know. Uh, before that, listen, man, I have the feeling with Dolce, he's, a, he's, a, he's kind of a, how do you say that, a bulky guy, you know. I don't feel it, you know. I, I really don't think he he does really well in the UFC, to be really honest. He he's also training at Kill Cliff FC right now, but who isn't? Um, still, I favor Puna, and Puna has the knockout punch as well, you know. I know Delchas as well, but Puna is more, in my opinion. Uh, I see more upside to pick Puna here. I think he finishes him. I'm going with the second round win for Puna. Yeah, I, I really like Puna Soriano in this fight. Like honestly, he's probably like one of my most confident picks in this card. I really like him in this matchup. To me, the grapple he matches the grappling, if not betters him, and then the striking. I do think he's probably the better striker overall. Dalcha's not a bad fighter, but you know, Marcel, age thirty, uh age thirty-five here, guys. I mean, or thirty-four, he's turning thirty-five in a couple weeks. He's getting up there in age, and and you know, overall I haven't been too impressed with him in the UFC, Marcel. I gotta be honest with you, like He's had some moments where he's looked good, but overall, just not great. And the cardio, I think, is a bad, is a big issue for him too. Um, I think Soriano can knock him out, Marcel. Soriano's shown the power in the past. He hasn't shown it lately, but I think he can show it in this fight. Um, I like Soriano to win this fight. He's, I think he's a good parlay piece this weekend, personally. I, I like him to win this fight, Marcel, and like him by stoppage. And I don't think there's odds out for that. I'm taking a look. No, no odds. I think some of the props are dropping like right as we speak, but um, yeah, I, I think that's the way to go here. Puna Soriano, I, I think he wins. Daniel says, yeah, Daniel, don't you dare say that L word. We don't use that in this program because we know how MMA goes and MMA is crazy, but I, I do like him a lot to win this fight. I'll say that, Marcel. And I know you do too. All right, that's it for the prelims, guys. Let's get to the main card now. And uh, here you go, Marcel. Can't wait to talk about this fight. Uh, you were so sad. Marcel messaged you when they canceled it from the uh, the pay-per-view card on, on UFC 276, uh, Marcel. And you said, why did they cancel this fight? What? Adam, let me think what I think about that. Uh... <laughs> Listen, I understand that Mish Tate is a big name and Warren Murphy's obviously a decent fighter herself, but I just don't like this fight opening the main card. You know, Marcel, I just don't think it's an exciting fight on paper. I don't think it'll play out that way. And next fight, you have Shane Burgos and, and Charles Jordan. And that, to me, is probably the best fight in the card. Why did that not open the main card? You know what I mean, Marcel? I'm just saying, like, Should have been open the card with the bang. Yeah. I think that make, it made more sense as the co-main than Waterston Lemos. It really does. So I just think it's out of place as, as the opening card, but let's give our pick for this fight. The odds for this one, minus 170, Amish Tate, plus 145, Laura Murphy. Go ahead, Marcel, give me your pick. It's just disrespectful that Laura Murphy is the underdog here, man, to be really honest. Um, you know, why is COC pushing Misha Tate so much? You know, I, I really don't see it. I understand she's a former champion, but her best days are gone, you yeah. know? Um, she went to flyway because Julia, she, people were like, she thinks, yeah, she wants to uh, she challenge Valentina. No, she went to flyway because her best friend Juliana is the bantamweight champion. That's why she went to flyway. You know, uh, if she wins this fight, she's gonna get a Valentina Shevchenko title fight, which is hilarious and stupid. You know, uh, Lord Murphy came from that Shevchenko fight, didn't look good in that fight, but who does look good against Shevchenko? Maybe Tyler Santos last time out. You know. Misha Tate, uh, she she fought that fight last time, remember, against uh, Catlin Vieira, which many people scored for her. I don't know why. Why you scored it for her? It was clearly Vieira. I oh. think I even had 5-0 five, five 
for Fiera. Four one or five zero, one and two. Um, yeah, man, uh, will be definitely a decision this fight. I think. Yep. Um, yep. I, I'm not. I'm just not going with Misha Tate here, man. She hasn't shown anything to me that she can can be somebody again in the, in the UFC. Yes, she beat Marion Renault when she came back, but Marion Renault was already with one and a half like out of the UFC. Mm-hmm. It was a retirement fight. So uh, for me, Lauren Murphy, unanimous decision. Yeah, I like the call for the fight going the distance. I, I really like that. I mean, the odds, I'm just looking, there's not many props up, but it is minus 350 right now. I mean, that's, that to me seems like a a, a a fight. This fight, I don't. I just, I just don't see a finish at all. I think that could easily be like minus 800 instead, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, they're both very durable. You know, I'll give them both that. They're both very tough girls. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Um, man, it's it's not an easy fight to pick. I mean, Tate did not look great against Vera, but now she is dropping. And then now she's dropping weight class. Like, how's she going to look at this weight class? You know what I mean? And I don't know. Like, it's hard to say. Um, but you know, Marcel, like, I do think she's overall the better fighter. Honestly, I I do, I do think she'll get the job done here by decision. But there's no way in hell I'm betting on this fight. I'm staying away from this fight. There's just too many question marks about. Misha Tate right now, and, and Laura Murphy's coming off a of really like I know she lost to Valentina, right? I get it, mm-hmm. but she looked terrible in that fight. And I don't know, like it's just hard to say how she's going to look after almost a year off after a, a brutal knockout loss like that. Like it's interesting to see. Um, you know, Murphy's also the older fighter in this fight, which is interesting because Misha Tate's not young by any means, Marcel, but Murphy's even older than her, so that's interesting as well. I don't know. I, I think it's a close fight. Um, I think it goes to the decision. I could see a split decision maybe in this fight. Maybe that's something to look at as well, the fight going to a split, because I think it's possible. Leaning Tate by decision, Marcel, not confident and not really – not super interested in the fight, you know, Marcel? Like, there's just better fights in this card, and this should not be, in my opinion, opening up the main card, and just don't like that, you know? But let's get into the good fights, because there's some really fucking good fights coming up now, Marcel. Now that we got that out of the way. Also, George <laughs> wanted to mention the COVID for Murphy. Absolutely, that's something you mentioned. All right, this to me is fight of the night here. Shane Burgos versus Charles Jordan. Would you agree, Marcel, fight of the night? I think you'll agree with that. Yeah. Great fight. Odds on this one. Uh, Shane Burgos minus 190. Charles Jordan plus 160. I love this fight. The winner's going to take, I think, a big step up at, at 145, especially if Jordan gets the win. Give me your thoughts on this one, man, because uh, your guy is Shane Burgos. My guy is Charles Jordan. So what do you think about this one, my friend? So the funny thing is I interviewed Shane Burgos uh, and the interview will come up later this week. And I asked him, what do you want? Fight of the night or performance of the night? And then he was like, stop asking stupid questions, dude. He's like, listen, I never want fight of the night. I want performance of the night. I have a lot of fight of the nights. I only want fight of the night after the fight, went three rounds, and then I can't forget fight of the night, but never in front, you know? So definitely performance of the night. So I told him, okay, I wrote down fight of the night. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun matchup. What can we say? You know, I mean, uh, Shane Burgos, we all know if he comes to the, the octagon, you know you have a fight on your hands, you know? Last time against Billy Q, uh, good win, solid win. Uh, was a great matchup again. I think it was would have been fight of the night if it wasn't on the Gaethje Chandler card, right? Mm-hmm. So um, if you look at Charles Jordan, um, a great a great stoppage win last time against Guillotine Choke against Lando Venata. Before that looked really well against Andre Ewell. Um, the thing only is that I think that Shane Burgos uh, fought tougher competition than Charles Jourdain, you know. Um, still Charles Jourdain, super entertaining fighter. I think will be a lot of uh, will be a great fight. I expecting this to be the fight of the night as well. I'm thinking Shane to win it, man. I think he wants a unanimous decision here. But it's a, it's, it's a super fun fight to watch, I think. 
Yeah, this is an awesome fight. I mean, I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're both great fighters. Like, what can you say? Like, there's not much to say that's negative about these guys. I think they're both awesome. I will say Shane gets hit a lot, man. He's been dropped five times in the UFC. That's a lot of the knockdowns against. Um, took a lot of damage in his last fight, but kept going and moved forward and won the fight. Um, very tough dude, obviously. He's got the reach advantage, big reach advantage, actually six inches. Um, I think he's probably got the better submissions too, but I don't know, man. I, I, I like how Jordan's looked lately, Marcel. I think he's looked great. I think he's found something here. Um, obviously, chopping out Venata was nice. It was quick. But the Andre Uf, I know that that guy's not great. Let's be honest. He's not that good. But just the way he won and, you know, even the Rojo fight looked good in. The Rosa fight, he was probably winning that fight until he got submitted late, um, which could happen here. I mean, I think there's definitely a chance Burgos submits him. But I don't know. So I think it's kind of like an even fight, honestly. Like, and I feel like the odds are a little bit off. Um, just like the last fight with Burgos, I think it was like the same odds, basically, like almost two to one. And I took Gorontillo and it was super close. Burgos got the job done. I'm going to go back to the well here, Marcel. I hate betting as Burgos. He's, he's a good fighter, man, but I, I got to go with the plus 160 on Jordan. I think he's going to win a, a very, very competitive decision here, Marcel. Um, I love this fight. Fight of the night for sure, but uh, I just think Jordan's looked fresher a little bit lately. He's the younger guy here coming into this one. He's only 26 years old. Um, I really like this guy, Marcel. I like them both. Love them both. How can I say any bad about these guys? They're both fucking awesome fighters, man. There's nothing bad to say, but you got to make a pick, right, Marcel? So, Lean towards Jordan slightly, slightly as, a, as an underdog here. All right, let's get to the next fight here, Marcel. This is also an interesting fight. Flyweight division here. We got Suma Dargi against uh, Matt Schnell, Marcel. Schnell coming back after like uh, a fight recently where he got uh, stopped in, obviously, against Roy Val. Um, he did drop Roy Val early in that fight, and they got choked out. That was two months ago. So quick turnaround here for Matt Schnell. And Madarji had a fight canceled against, was it Manal Cop? I think? Was, yeah. The fight? Yeah. So that got canceled. Now he's actually fighting before Cop because Cop's other fight got canceled against Montreal. Odds for this one minus uh, 250 on Madarji plus 210 on Schnell. So Madarji's one of the biggest favorites on the card. What do you think, man? I agree with that, to be honest. You know, I think Matt Schnell, I think he's a good fighter, but I'm the only time I really was impressed by him was last time against Brandon Roy Val in the first first one and a half minute where I looked really good. And then he got, uh, then he got stopped by, by Roy Val. Uh, Sumudaraji, I think he's improving every time I see him. You know, I remember when he came in the UFC against Louis Smolka. Not many people had heard of him. I remember MMA fighting had him listed as Sumudaraji, Sumudaraji. So um, not many people had heard about him, but uh, he's solid. Uh, looked good in his fight so far. I had some quick uh, quick stoppages. The Adachev one um, wasn't that great in my opinion. He was good, but what I expected more from him in that fight. He didn't show it. There's been some time before when we saw him fight, but still, I see more upside in Sumodarji than Matt Schnell, to be really honest, man. So I'm going with Sumodarji decision win for uh, for the Tibetan Eagle. Bro, I, I like him too, but I think he knocks him out. Like, I'm pretty confident oh, he knocks okay. him out, to be honest with you. Like, Schnell's chain just to me is not very good at all. He's been knocked out a bunch of times in his career, uh, three times in the UFC. Um, yeah, I think he gets. I think he gets knocked out here. He's fighting like one of the best strikers in the division. He's coming off a fight recently too. So he fought. I don't even get dropped in that fight. He's actually the guy who landed the knockdown. But if anything, I think that plays even into more into uh, Madarji's favor because maybe he's going to be like, all right, I can stand trade with this guy, which I think will be a mistake. Um, Madarji is a very good striker. Um, he's a lot younger too, six years younger. Uh, southpaw stance, which I like as well. I, I just think he gets the job done here, Marcel. So I'm going to go with Madarji by knockout in this fight. Uh, I think that's how it ends, but I, I like him, Marcel. He's also one of my more confident picks in the card, Marcel. I think I think that's fair to say, right, for you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's get to the next fight here, guys. 
And the next one is also a very good fight. This is an awesome fight in the welterweight division between Muslim Salikov and Li Jingliang. And the odds for this one, also a competitive uh, Salikov minus 165, Jingliang plus 140. A lot of fights, actually, uh, the odds are in this range on this card. There's five fights with the, basically the exact same odds, which is actually six fights. With like basically minus 170 and plus 14500 on very interesting. Um, what do you think, Marcel? Who's your pick on this one? You go first on this one, man. I, I'm pretty convinced. So you go first. I like Muzum Salikov to win. Um, I, I think he's the better striker. I think the fight stays in the feed. Uh, the guy is really a lead striker. He's an older guy, he's 38, like which is not great. But Jing Liang is also you know older too, he's 34. So it's not like they're both uh spring chickens by any means. Um, you know, both guys are, are, are good. They both look good. You see, Jing Liang to me is a little bit more inconsistent, though. Um, he, he's looked good at times, but also, he's, you know, he's lost some fights. He should have won two. Um, I just think Salikov can keep the fight standing. And on the feet, I just think he is the more technical striker. Probably, you know, they both have power, actually, to be fair. But I just think he's the better striker. And I think I, I don't see the fight going to the ground. So, to me, it's Salikov. And I don't know if he knocks him out or not, because Jing Liang is, is pretty durable, to be honest with you. But I think Talakov wins the fight. So what do you think? Lee Jingliang is just a, kind of a weird fighter, you know. Sometimes he, he shows up and sometimes he doesn't. Remember I'm knock, knocking out Ilizio Zaleski dos Santos. Nobody once Nibio after that, nobody expected. So um it's difficult. And for Salikov, Salikov is a good fighter, but on the other hand, I haven't been really impressed. You know, I remember him fighting Zaleski, and I think he lost that fight, for example, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, overall, more technical, I think, like you said, than Li Jingliang, you know. But there is always a chance for Li Jingliang to land a bomb somewhere, you know, for some reason. Although, overall, Salikov should win, so decision win for Muslim Salikov. Okay, so you like him too, yeah. 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 He gets the job done here. You're saying decision, right? That's why I think yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, Jingliang is tough, man. He's very tough to finish. I don't have that finish, but it's a different fight. Alright, let's get to the next fight here, guys. We have the co-main event. Uh, Mando Lemos against Michelle Waterson. Um, I don't really understand why it's the co-main event because, like, it's it's not like you know the winner's gonna get a title shot. And then, whereas with Tate, she might if she wins, right? So it doesn't really make sense to me. But anyways, it's a decent fight. Lemos obviously very powerful, and then Waterson super durable, like very hard to finish. So odds for this one, Marcel Lemos is the biggest favorite in the card right now, minus three forty-five, plus two eighty-five on Waterson. What do you think about that? She's the biggest favorite in the card. What do you think? That's kind of crazy. This this fight screams split decision to me, you know, because these girls will keep it probably standing. Mm -hmm. They will trade shots. This can be like um, like Angela Hill against Lamos or Angela Hill against Waterson, you know, mm -hmm. just stand up. And a, a lot. Of, I, the thing is with Michelle Waterson, she she punches a lot of air always. <laughs> For some reason, uh, she she gets those decisions sometimes that she mm -hmm. sh maybe shouldn't get, but. Um, 50 50 fight to me, man. I think it shouldn't been uh, that that much of uh, Amanda shouldn't been that much of a favorite. I still favoring her to win the fight via decision, but uh, should be a lot closer in my opinion. I I, I agree. I mean, I, I just think it's the odds are off here. Like, I don't really understand why she's minus three fifty. Basically, like it, to me, it's a closer fight than that. I'm still picking her to win because I do favor her to win the fight, but I just think the odds are a little bit extreme. You know. Listen, man, like, she's good. She's got some power, obviously. She's got some, you know, grappling as well. But Waterson comes to fight every time. She's super tough. She's hard to finish. She has more experience in the UFC. She has, probably has the better cardio, too. 
So Waterston might win the third round. It comes down to the first two, first two rounds. I think the first round, Lamos wins for sure. And then it comes down to the second round. That's why you said split decision, right? It could be. Maybe this is a fight that could go to split too. It, it screams split, right? Doesn't it, Marcel? <laughs> yeah, it really, Think about that. Like that's, I think that's a decent way to like look at it because first round, Lamos, third round, Waterston, second round, it's going to decide it. I, I lean towards Lamos because of that power and, and just, you know, I know the last fight with Andrade, she got finished, but I mean, up to that point, she was really just looking really good in her fight, except for maybe the Hill fight. Um, and Waterston's, a, you know, I know that age-wise, technically, they're basically, like, Waterston's only one year younger, one year older, excuse me, but she has had way more fights, so she's taken more damage, which I think could show up in one of these fights. But I do think that the fight goes the distance, too. So I think that might be the play here, the fight going the distance. Um, yeah. Or maybe Lemos by decision because I don't think she knocks Michelle Waters to know Marcel. So yeah, I think maybe Lemos by decision. I don't have odds for that guy. So I could give it to you right now, but take a look at that one when it comes out. I think that's the way to go for this one, maybe because Waterson's very durable, very very tough. So that'd be the way to go, uh, in my opinion. All right, one last fight here, guys. Oh my, this is such a great fight. We have uh, the main event of UFC Long Island: Brian Ortega against Yair Rodriguez. Featherweight division. Another fight, Marcel, with minus 165 favorite, plus 140 underdog. Like, so many fights in this card with the same odds. Crazy. Uh, what's your thoughts on this, Marcel? The main event, the winner potentially getting a title shot, especially if Yair wins. So, what do you think, Marcel? Who wins this fight? It's a great matchup, I think. You know, you got a crazy striker, Rodriguez, against a very good uh, BJJ guy in Ortega. You know, thing is, does Ortega get this fight to the ground or does he stand with? Rodriguez. If he's going to stand with Rodriguez, he can be in for a rough night. We know his stand-up has improved, but still, Rodriguez's stand-up, in my opinion, is better. Um, I think Ortega knows that he needs to win this fight, and he's going to play it smart, I think. I think he goes, he, he takes, he probably goes with him to the ground. I think he submits Rodriguez, to be really honest. You know, I think uh, Ortega, if he can get Ortega, or he can get Rodriguez in a choke that he had Volkanovski in, I'm sure he puts Rodriguez away. Yeah. And I think it happens. And I go in the second round submission for Brian Ortega here. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a chance. Like, he's got great submissions. We know that. I think this is a really, really tricky fight, Marcel. I got to be it honest is. with you, man. I think it's a hard fight to call. So here's the thing about this fight. Now, if I knew that Ortega would wrestle, I would obviously pick him without hesitation. Yeah. But looking at the stats, and the stats never like lie necessarily. Like, he averages less than one takedown a fight. Same with Rodriguez. They actually have the same takedown uh, per 50 minutes 0.87 for Ortega, 0.86 for Rodriguez. Now, that scares me because, yeah, Rodriguez, Ortega's got good submissions, but he has to get the fight to the ground. I know a lot of times he'll just grab a guy's neck during like a transition or something or during a scramble. We've seen that many times. But it's hard to like guarantee that happening. Here's the other thing. One stat, another stat that really stands out to me is the amount of strikes he takes. They're both landing, you know, four point something strikes uh, per minute, but Ortega is absorbing almost seven compared to four for Rodriguez. I think if the fight stays standing, he's in trouble, Marcel. I really do. And the last couple of fights, you know, he has been pretty much playing on the feet. Now, I know Vol- Volkanovski almost had that choke in. We know that, right? So, again, he, if he gets the fight to the ground, very good chance he submits it. But I don't know, Marcel. I mean, a lot of his fights take place in the feet, Marcel. He doesn't really land a lot of takedowns. Um, it's definitely possible uh, if he fights that way. And Rodriguez is takedown defense. It's not great. I mean, we saw Max take him down. Jeremy Stevens take him down. But on the feet, I do think he's a great striker, man. And I think people forget how good Yair is. You know, he's still pretty young, too. I mean, he's still, I think, getting better as a fighter. Um, I know he lost to Max, but he was, like, plus 500 and put up a good fight, you know? That's true. 
Uh, this is a tough one to call more. So I don't know. It's 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 really tricky, man. Um, uh, I don't know. It's it's just a hard fight to call, guys. Honestly, I feel like this is very competitive. Let's say you I, can still change it, but right now, what are your feelings? Right. I mean, I, I don't like to change it after the podcast. I just I say understand. that. You know, I do my research on into these fights. I guess I'm leaning a little towards the Iron because I feel like if it takes place in the feed, he can he can win the fight. You know, Marcel, but. I mean, how could I be super confident because of the ground game, right? Of Ortega. Yeah, exactly. I don't know though, Marcel. I mean, this like that 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 number really stands out to me. And I, I was doing the I was thinking about the fight and then watching some, some fights back to these guys. Then I looked at the numbers. I was like, holy shit, like he really does get teed off a lot in the on, on the feet, um, Ortega. So your Rodriguez by decision. That that's my pick right now. That, that's the way I'd go. But again, it's it's very competitive. I love the matchup, it's a great fight, so it's a good win. And I expect most people to pick Ortega in this fight. I think I'll be in the minority, but uh I think it's competitive. I think it's again. I think the odds open. Where are the odds open at? Yeah, a little bit lower. So you know, it's it's not like it's go, it going crazy anyways. I think the odds are where they should be. Like Ortega, because of the grappling advantage, should probably be favored here. But I, I still think Rodriguez could win the fight. So it's really good, man. George says Jair's got the win and title fight motivation. Ortega doesn't. Maybe that plays plays a factor. It's hard to say, George. I mean, it, it's it's hard to say. I think if Ortega grapples exclusively, Marseille wins the fight. But again. He likes to stand and trade now. A lot of his fights, Marcel, lately. The Max fight, the Korean Zombie, the Volk mm. fight even. Um, the fight with uh, Frankie Edgar. He's on the feed in all those fights. So he's great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not convinced. convinced. Yeah, yeah. Kamua, Kamui Killer. Who do you think will fight for the bacon away title? I think Oliver and, and Makashev probably. They'll get the job done, but just depends on what Oliver wants. Anyways, um, yeah, I think that's, that's it for this preview, guys, for UFC Long Island. I mean... Interesting card. We have a few, Marcel, we have a couple picks that we're differing on here, a, a couple of them. Um, we did have one consensus dog, guys, if you didn't listen already. Uh, Dao and Jung was a dog we both liked to win the fight. And other dogs that I picked were Burns, uh, Jordan, and uh, Yair. So I took four on this card. And then you took Ricky Simone, I believe, and Lauren Murphy as dogs, right? Oof, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's an interesting card. I think there's a lot of fights that honestly can go either way. I just think the matchmaking lately, Marcel, has been so good. Don't you think? Like, the fights are – even the fights that the odds are extended, like this Lemos fight, like it's closer than the odds say. You know what I mean? So, yeah. matchmakers are so good. Who do you guys like most overall on the card? You know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like, man, the fights are so close sometimes. And it's like you're so tempted to, like, take plus money on fights you think will be competitive, which is not really a bad – you know, strategy for betting in the long haul, mm-hmm. but to be to play it safe, maybe you know, you just go with the, the favorites. You're convinced that the underdog can't win, and I think for me, Puna and and Suma Darji Marcel, those are the two guys I like the most. Probably mm-hmm. um, they are two of the bigger favorites. I just looked at the parlay of those two. It's minus. It's like even money. It's minus one hundred five. So okay. you like them both, right, Soriano? And, yeah. And Madarji, I think that's a decent play. I mean, they they should both win, you know. So to cut the juice down, you could play them together. And then obviously, there like I said, some dogs I like, like like Jung. Of all the dogs, Jung is probably the one I like the most, to be honest with you. Um, and again, there's 50-50 fights like Jordan and Burgos that you know I favor the dog, but they could go either way. And the same with Shore and Simone from Marcel. So uh, is there any other favorite you like besides those two guys? Like is there any, like Salikov, you said you like him quite a bit. Use them. Not, not huge, you know. I'm still, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm confident in my pick, but I wouldn't say like I'm 
overly confident. Not more confident and then in Puna and in uh, Sumudarji. For sure. Uh, let's get some comments here. Hey, Joe, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Had to miss work. Uh, go back and watch. Hey, be- hey, dude, I really appreciate that, man. Thanks for your, uh, you're always watching and being a supporter of the show. George saying put the Martin, oh, he's saying the Martin Marcel consensus uh, picks parlay in the show notes. Um, I guess it would be the picks parlay. I mean, we, I, well, for me, it, we just talked about it. It would be Madarji and, and Puna, basically even money. Yeah. I hate, hey, what's up, SK? I, the word lock scares the shit out of me in MMA because I've just watched it for so long that I, so many fights that we thought would a guy would be a lock end up losing. But we both really like those two guys, Madarji and Soriano, I think. Anyway, right? You said those are the two guys. Yeah. You, you too, right? So you have I'm the same you. pick. And I'm then, with you. And your favorite dog would be Jung? That's your favorite dog? Yeah, from the three I choose, definitely, yeah. Yeah, so we're kind of on the same page with ourselves. Even though we had a lot of differing picks, we're actually <laughs> yeah. on the same page. If Yari gets a title shot off the win, would it make sense in your guys' opinion? 100%. Um, Josh Emmett is coming off a, a good win over Calvin Cater, but it was such a close fight. A lot of the fans are just not buying him as a uh, contender right now. I've, I've look, I see what the fans say, Marcel. They're not thrilled with the decision. They don't buy Josh Evans as a contender. I do think Josh could get the title shot, but I think if Yair, especially if he finishes Ortega, gets the title shot. What do you think? There are, there are a lot of things, you know. For example, the Emmett against Cater fight was super close, and many people had it for Cater. That's one, you know. Second thing is, if Rodriguez wins, and even if he wins the decision, you know, Rodriguez is Mexican and has a, has a whole country behind him, you know. And you can say for Emmett, but still, I don't see, like, a lot of Emmett fans saying, like, oh, Josh Emmett, you know. And the UFC is really big on different countries, going to Mexico, having a title fight there maybe someday again, you know. So that would make sense for them more. So I think the UFC is more invested to get Jair Rodriguez a title fight than to give Josh Emmett a title fight. But we'll see how it were, how it, how it uh, goes on Saturday, you know. It's crazy. Like a few years ago, they were like they were like going all in on Mexico, and they haven't been there in a while, obviously because of COVID. We know that, mm-hmm. but it's just crazy, Marcel. We had so many guys. Like, remember you had like Eric Perez. Remember that guy? He was like supposed to be the next big thing. You had Yair winning the show. I um, mean, yeah. Go ahead. L- listen, for example, end of the month, if Moreno beats Kai Kara France, you know, if I say if beats Kai Kara France, and Jair, too. <laughs> yeah, and Jair wins this one. You can put Jair in a title fight against Volkanovski, and you can put Moreno in the title fight against Figueredo, and you can do it both in Mexico, for example. Now you've got two title fights there with two favorites, local favorites. So I didn't think about that. Yeah, you could do that as well. There's a lot of options they have right now. Yeah. Obviously, Volk could go up in weight too, and then you could have a vacant title fight, right? Where, or not vacant, yeah. not interim, I should say. I don't think they would vacate it. Maybe he would if he won the belt. Um yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options, guys. Like Featherweight's a great division too, you know. And then you have a lot of up and coming guys too, Marcel. But I think, yeah. honestly, if Yair wins, I do think, because I, I believe in the rankings, he is ranked above Emmett right now. Or they're tied. Oh, he's actually, he's right? number three. He's number three. I think. Are they tied? I think I, I think they cha- it changed this week, I want to say. They're both three, Marcel. They're both ranked okay. three. I don't know, really know why. Well, I guess because Emmett won the fight. But it was weird because last week he was four, and then this week he's three. So it's kind of weird. But you know, <laughs> how, you know how the rankings work. It's going to be, you know, different next week, too. So yeah. I, I don't necessarily buy them. Um, yeah, I mean, it, again, it's a big fight for this guy. You know, Marcel, like this mm-hmm. – this is his chance to get a title shot, Marcel. You know, it really is. So it'd be big for him to get the win. Um, there was a couple uh, comments here. Josh is solid. The counter win wasn't impressive enough for a title shot. That's the thing, right? Like, he's really good, but it wasn't the best. Like, it was a great fight, but it wasn't the most convincing win. That yeah, that's sense. it. Yeah, right? That's that's why. People aren't convinced that he, win, he won. 
Evloyev is another guy that I think is an up-and-coming beast. Same with Bryce Mitchell, obviously. SK, I like John. Jacoby's no joke. See the decision for Jacoby to kickboxing. Could be for sure. I mean, it's competitive, but I think we both think Jung's like the better MMA fighter. That's why we picked him. But again, you know, it could just be a kickboxing fight. So, you guys. Oh, yeah, this is another fight we didn't talk about. Uh, Giga is fighting uh, Sadiq Youssef. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by the matchup, honestly, Marcel. But I think it's a good fight, so I don't mind it. It's two strikers. But I thought I don't know where Mitchell's gonna fight next. Like who's gonna fight next? Any any thoughts? Like Bryce Mitchell? No idea, my man. No idea. No, no. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about, Marcel? Uh, any other fights? Is there any other uh, news? Anything else? Um, yeah, the Calvillo against Nunes fight got rebooked for San Diego, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right, man. Let's uh, let's plug our stuff, my man. Uh, Marcel, appreciate you as always, man. Love doing this with you. Uh, two podcasts. Go ahead, Marcel. Plug your stuff and tell the people where they can can find you. Yeah, it's still bit Marcel twenty four on Twitter and Instagram, and the articles are in Dutch and they are on Eurosport.nl mixed martial arts section. This last question from Anton. Last question in the show here. Where's Brian go from here to win at age thirty one? I don't know, and that's the question. Like he seems like he's he's living a good life right now. He's he's dating Tracy Cortez. He just bought a house, if I'm not mistaken. Like I mean, life's good for this guy. But you're right. Like, What's the motivation at this point? Like, I guess he thinks they can get another shot. Maybe if Brian, if uh, Volkanovski leaves the division, it would, it would set him up for a title shot. But it's a great question. I mean, it, it really hedges on Volkanovski losing, winning, leaving the division. Same with Max. They're both in the same spot, in my opinion. Marcel. Do a rematch yeah. with Max. You I know could do the rematch. Uh, yeah, you could do that rematch. rematch. I mean, especially with Max, he didn't look good in his last fight. So, the Egyptian heavyweight. I think he's fighting contender series. Is that the, the new guy? No, oh, he, no got he got signed. He got signed. Sorry, yeah. Okay. And he's got two wins over the same guy. I don't know his name, but it's not that impressive on paper. Hayes agree, underdog. It's possible for sure. I mean, we know at women's MMA fights go either way, man. So no problem, Steve. We appreciate listening, man. All right, guys. Follow me on Twitter at mmadmartinpodcast.com. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about it. I'm also at uh, bookies.com. For my best bets coming out again this week, as always. And then uh, uh, miamianews.com. So hope you guys have a great week. We'll be back next Sunday. We'll be recapping UFC Long Island and then previewing UFC London. Can't wait to talk about that. Have a great day, everyone. Talk to you.